0: Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep, a podcast about movies and friendship. Uh, Before I go any further, I just want to quickly play a power card that suspends one rule, and that rule is that power cards exist. No more power cards ever again. Anyway, this is season five, Kevin Bacon's Exquisite Corpse, and we are just, just four guys on our own journeys. Kind of unrelated, a few interesting crossovers, but mostly unrelated, except this one stoplight we all happen to be at within minutes of each other a, right now.
1: Just, the whole thing takes place in a real tight area, but the part, the movie is long enough that he had to cut out the part that explained that.
0: Yes. Yeah, the part where we all care as deeply about the valley as P.T. Anderson does. We missed that part. Other than that, uh, it's pretty obvious what we have in common. We're just around we're just some people who are around and bad fathers, I guess is also important. Um, anyway, um, th- we are also playing a year long movie watching game and that year is rapidly deteriorating. It is, uh, aging. <laughs> 2022 is aging like milk at this point. Ready? Almost ready to toss it out. We have between one and three remaining episodes of this show, depending on how we figure it out, which we're gonna talk about in a little bit. Um, I am your host of this podcast. I'm Alex Falcone. I'm recording, as you can tell, in beautiful Austin, Texas. This is the view of Austin. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash Alex Falcone. This, the, the, this is the view of Austin you're used to getting. I'm keeping it weird <laughs> in this hotel room. Um, it's pretty weird. Anyway, it's, that's me. It's like a Southwest
1: um, merch booth like over just to your left. You can't see it, but it's there.
0: Yeah. Also, um, I have two. You can see on the thing. I mean, in, a, in a hotel room that is two twin beds. And for some reason, I'm not nice. quite sure why. Uh, Joe Rogan owns one of them. I don't know how that happened. Uh, what Joe? Do you, know Joe's? Do you, know you know which one is Joe's? You know which one is Joe's? It's or
2: no? one that when you open it, there's a like a like a like a salt water chamber inside of it, so oh, that yeah, he
0: can
3: yeah, sleep yeah. in it. Like that's right. All He's of his be beds pulled double duty. Right. It's gotta have the salt water.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, let me introduce you to the panel. Um, first up, he's at Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter. He's in Southeast Portland, and he will dropkick these fucking dogs if they come anywhere near him. It's Anthony Lopez.
2: Look, Alex, I know I know this sounds silly, but you know, like, that part in podcasts when, like, the host introduces <laughs> the people he has on it? Well, that that is what's happening right now. That is this part of this podcast. And I think that scene is in podcast because it's real because it's and real. it's real true yeah. right now we're in that scene of the podcast when you introduce this is it. one of those so scenes in a podcast
0: know. i wouldn't believe if
1: it was in a podcast but i know that yeah. it's happening in this podcast I hate yeah. this trope so much. I love so much this movie. I hate that trope. Yep. I hate when it happened in Lord of the Rings. I hate this that trope. <laughs> yep, we've. I, this has definitely come up on the show before. This is one of my the
0: things that annoys me the most in a movie is when the characters in a movie say that they're not in a movie. Like, if you want me to stop well, suspending my disbelief, tell me something that is the most perfect bald faced lie that no one could credibly believe. I'm gonna have trouble he- suspending. I,
2: I I agree with you most of the time. I think this movie is the <laughs> exception because I think that there's a reading of this movie when, like, several characters are aware that they are in a movie or, or like, not really characters in this movie. They're more of, like, forces of nature, right? And, like, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Dixon, the kid, um... Uh, the TV producer character there's like layers of characters there's like characters in this movie and then there are like people who are more like forces of nature's idea kind of things that are there to necessitate the plot like it's it's very purposeful that at that I point I the not thought about the that, that makes super movie interesting. Happen, I do want to hear
0: more about that yeah I'm just saying But I want to hear more about that. That's interesting. But not right now, because right now I'm so annoyed. So we'll come back to that (laughs) when I'm not annoyed at him for doing it. And then you can explain it to me. Let me round out this panel. First of all, next up, he's a co-host of the Old Gamers Almanac, the podcast about uh, old video games. He's from the woods of Brooklyn, and he has a lot of love to give. He just doesn't know where to put it. It's Hunter Donaldson. Uh, (laughs) I
3: want to be. uh, This is why. Hey, Alex, you need to be nice to me. You need to be nice to me. (laughs) That's what I'm gonna say. Go to need, yeah. I'm saying it to all bed. actually yeah. all three of my dads yeah. today. I'll say you need to be need nice, to, be nice me. to me. Go back to be back nice and to me. Hunter. I want to be if I'm if I'm a character in this movie. I want to be the piss boy. Okay, that's yeah. who I am. It's unfair.
2: It's unfair. <laughs> Stanley's a good
1: name. <laughs> for yes, piss I, boy? Th- I think if you're gonna if yeah. you're gonna breed if you're gonna breed a quiz answering kid, definitely give them an old person's name because I think that's yeah. gonna help you a whole lot. So, and let's is, be yeah. honest; works, we can it works all agree.
2: It, we can all agree. If any of us want to be anyone in this movie, we all want to be Luis Gomez as Luis Gomez.
0: Luis <laughs> Guzman,
1: yes. Guzman. I Guzman know a lot about fantastic. sports Louis, and milk. Luis Guzman. But I
2: love that he is he is credited as Luis Guzman as yes, Luis Guzman. That's
1: funny. He's playing and himself. We, yeah, it's funny. We gotta see him uh, at least the second time this year because we saw him in um, Out of Sight.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. the problem with that, it was out of mind. Yeah, it's mm. not bad. Anyway, um uh, last up in Northern California, now that he's met you, it's totally fine if you never see each other ever again. It's Ezra Fox.
1: <laughs> uh get out. Just get out. Get out. <laughs> get out. get out. Get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. also, that's one of those scenes behind. where Dude. if you play
0: the show too loud and you live in an apartment complex, it is very similar to if you just lived in her apartment complex.
1: You yeah. might. Well, you might also get to meet John Riley.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm. Yeah, I was in L.A. when I was watching this. It was always a chance that I would get classic LAPD Officer Magoo. Just what the LAPD is known for is just just friendly, but a little dumb LAPD officers who are constantly interviewing themselves in their squad cars. All right, so in a second, we're going to talk about Magnolia, including uh, such great questions as are game shows designed to humiliate children, good TV, how much cocaine is too much cocaine, and I'm going to tell you the story of the time I threw up in the same bar as William H. Macy. But first, I want to start the show by thanking all of our fabulous Meat Buddies. And I just want to let you guys know, because at the end of the year, um, I just want to let you know that if you donate to Read It and Weep, that donation is 0% tax deductible. So if you're getting to your year-end taxes and you need... To have less money that is not a tax deduction, you can do that by going to metreon.com. This is all I'm assuming. I've not actually checked. I don't know what the well, rules I, I are. I would say
1: also, though, it could be a business expense. It could be a, maybe a, a write-off True. if you're Ooh. in the business of wasting your money.
0: Yep. Yeah. Or if, if, oh. you, if you have a business where it's it's legitimate that you need to hear the donut news... You know, it's like, you know, business right. people subscribe to the Wall Street Journal. Like if you were in a <laughs> yeah, no, yeah.
1: trade magazine. If you are a, trade yeah. you're a, trade you're a you're trader. If you're yeah, you uh, if specific.
0: you were if you're a tabletop, wait, oh, this here's another one. If you are a tabletop game podcast maker, so hunter, if you wanted to join yeah. the show, you could write this off as a legitimate research into your own social media presence absolutely well yeah i've been writing off a bunch of stuff have in
3: y'all's names for years now good i right? on the show you know good and um, also this is
1: not tax advice i just i should i feel like unless unless you have to support bad tax advice podcast as well in which maybe in which case it is so yeah you know, and
2: i mean i like look. that's
3: my sign off lately i've been signing off saying this is tax advice and then i <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> we are tax experts. Well, so this look. advice is legally binding.
1: Oh my god! Wait, you this could do like is- an email signature that also just like instead of just that. This is if you didn't get it, if, if this wasn't intended for you, it's okay. It's yours now. This is your email,
2: guys. I'm this really not comfortable.
1: Sorry, like, Anthony. I'm not I just comfortable making jokes, jokes like this. <laughs> I think.
2: I think because we, we need to remember taxation is theft. We're a sovereign citizen <laughs> podcast. We don't pay taxes here. Neither oh, should no. you. Oh, what are they no. going to do? IRS can't, can't arrest all of Finlandia. us. Yes,
1: they absolutely can. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, if you have a podcast called Taxation is Theft, then now this is officially a write-off as well. Um, but the most important thing is that we go back for one second to Ezra's thing about when, when they, when there's an email signature that's like, hey, if this is not meant for you, burn it i don't you know when the if it's not intended for me i just enjoy it anyway so you're not getting it back
2: yeah i've (laughs) always thought they were ironic about that i I think like that's how i start
0: like chain emails
2: i just send that out to seven more people whenever (laughs) i see that you know
1: right Mm -hmm. if this Mm -hmm. is not
0: intended for you that will cause you seven years of bad luck
1: have you yeah. have you guys ever gotten emails that were not intended for you? Like actually, like like personal emails, not just you know spam stuff, like any any real stuff. Have you ever gotten those? No, I've, is, ne- I've never experienced I, that.
0: I I will say this is this is I believe not spam. There is a person with a similar last name to mine who does mm-hmm. business in air compressors in India. Because I receive, like, it doesn't seem like spam. They are like trade newsletters about air compressors and i receive questions about invoices about air compressors all the time i am just in the indian air compressor business i'm huge i'm 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 ignoring so many sales requests yeah i mean i think that's i think you should just
3: get into that business now that you kind of have a (laughs) backdoor You have a customer
0: portfolio just ready to
4: go Let's face or it, Alex. You'll find... make a lot
3: more money doing that than whatever it is you yeah. are doing. You, That's true. you should
2: find the other Alex Falcone or whoever is they're confusing you for. Find their biggest competitor and be like, oh "I have God. a bunch <sighs> of inside information. Yes. I am being I sent. Sell you so you this is a whole
0: way in."
1: Yeah, this is <laughs> a very good idea. Yeah. I like this a lot. Um, I got, let's do I got emails from the other Ezra, Ezra Fox. A couple oh, I was gonna, a couple I'm other sorry, Ezra this, this was a setup for emails. you to answer
0: your own question. No, I was just
1: curious what happened. But yes, I, nothing interesting. But it. yes, there's there's another Ezra Fox out there and also they get email I get I have emails. Ezra other Ezra Fox. I still don't know what your email address is. I just know it's not mine. So if you, you ever to know Yeah, I can. Other
0: email other Ezra Fox can write off any donations to the show as a business expense cuz he needs to keep up with what his doppelganger is doing. Oh, that's good. You I know,
2: think. I got the most bizarre This is Kind of random, but last week I had this weirdo texting me about how he was really excited to go to this party this weekend, and he was going to bring a bunch of beers and a blow up doll. I don't know, but he just kept sending me these text messages, and they kept getting weirder and sadder, and being like, "Look, I just haven't hanging out. I want to see you guys. I'm so excited for this party." I've been really lonely recently. I haven't had a chance to hang out with you guys. I'm sorry last time I made a scene. And it just it just kept getting weirder.
0: <laughs> weird. oh, and no. The, the I, doll and Beers guy made a scene. What a shock. Yeah.
2: And then he sent me another text this week being like, okay, I decided against the blow doll. I am bringing all the Michelin Beers though. And I finally I was like, dude, I don't know who you're texting, but you got the wrong number. Best of luck at that party. And then I swear <laughs> to God. Every day for the last week, this guy has tried to call me. No, yeah. and he keeps what? just saying, "Dude, I just need to check in with you." That's what he <laughs> says after every time he calls me. He sends me a text. I just need to check in, and I'm like, "Did you send me some kind of like, is the blow up doll a coded message? Did I right. like, intercept something I wasn't supposed to intercept?" Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, Why do you I, I, need I check in. to Anthony, talk are you cool? to me? Be cool,
1: man. I need to know. Yeah. I need a weak yeah, like, if, every, every message, the weak link. It was a long message.
0: He sends, he should say, if this is not the intended text recipient, you're not allowed to use this against me in a court of law. I called dibs.
2: But yeah, I just don't know why this guy keeps calling me. Like, I, I it was a mistake. We don't. You don't need to follow up at all. Just find who's ever right number you're trying to reach. All right, we, we have to
0: keep moving. We have a couple of things we got to do. I do want to do a quick check-in for all the people in the donut industry. Can... We do in our brief news segment, Ezra. Can we get a quick update on the
1: donut news? Um, eat Santa's belly. It's still happening. Um it's still Santa so, time. Uh, yeah. And also, though, great thing. Uh, it looks like Santa also has like some Santa themed mitts just in the shot. I guess maybe this is Mrs. Claus. I'm not sure. It looks like it's, it says, but like it's like basically they're fur, fur lined red, red mittens that are fur lined. Mm. I like, think it's a really nice Santa based uh, oven mitt look. Uh, but yeah, um, no, uh, donuts are cookies. Cookies are donuts. Um, Classic. I don't know. They're giving away money for free in their gift cards. Um, mm. and, you know, I, th- I think really this seems like late-stage capitalism is what I'm getting here. Mm. Money for nothing and Santa's mitts
0: for free. Mm-hmm. Well, um, one other little bit of news I just want to share, because last week I talked about my um, video that I put a lot of work into not doing as well mm-hmm. as I'd hoped. What was that two weeks ago? Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. update. Rolled out a new version, the Snyder Cut. Of that video, as as Robin called it, and uh did much better. So I'm happy again. Oh, nice. I I solved the problem. It didn't uh it didn't blow up on YouTube, but it has done a half million on TikTok. So I feel like it was all worth it. Hmm. I did change the title, Hunter, so it was less self-referential. What's the new title? What's the night what's the new title? Oh, I don't know, I don't actually remember. Uh on YouTube. Oh, it's it's called I Have a Serious Problem. That's so good. Mm. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I really like it because the, so the so the video is about like I lost my keys and so I have to check all of my secret hiding places. And so but I, the title is a fun little double. It's a little double meaning because it's like I say I have a serious problem, but it's not the keys. The problem is everything else I've done in the video. I clearly am sick. Yeah. So it's got a little double meaning there for everybody at home. But that is done done pretty well. And I'm pleased with it. And I sold some wall safe wall safes. My my greatest invention that I have ever had that will be the thing that I pitch on Shark Tank one day. Uh, my invention for a wall safe for people who can't poke holes in their walls. It's just a sticker that looks like a wall safe and it's great. Heck yeah. That's the yeah. Yeah, I mean if
2: anything, this movie you should do one of those, but for floors. Because floor safes this movie got me thinking, why don't we see more floor safes? Floor safes are cool. A safe yeah. in the floor. You can hide it under boxes. No one would ever think to check under a pile of old boxes. It's I'm a great idea. I, my favorite part of that paintings. scene, though,
0: is that he always has to like put the money. He has to take the money away from the very far sides of the safe because the middle of the safe is taken up by a whole movie camera.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Also, I like this whole line of safes. You could do the unsafe, which is like super prec- precarious. Like it's just sort of like it looks like it's about to fall and hit someone at any uh. moment. What about a safe that looks
3: like it's been blowed
1: up, but actually <laughs> mm-hmm. it is working fine, so it Ooh. looks like you can get in there easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, like, it's like, oh, no, they already got here, kind of safe.
3: Right, right, right. A trick safe where it's actually completely open, but then there's a secret compartment inside the blown-out safe, which is actually where you keep the stuff. That's a great. idea. Or, like, a
2: safe that is, like, has, like, an empire next to it, and then he tells you if it's safe or not every time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like a baseball
0: diamond. Okay we do it it. he's safe safe. (laughs)
4: oh
0: that's good oh yeah safe. right it's it's called safer out yeah i get it i get it took me a second all right we should move on we had we've spent enough time on the less important things in our lives but the most important thing going on right now is of course the 1999 film magnolia so let's get into that It's time for segment two of the game. This week, we talk about Magnolia, the large genus of about 210 to 340 flowering plant species in the subfamily Magnolia dia. And the family Magnolia is named after French botanist Pierre Magnol. Mm. And then that is what caused the street to be named that. And then that caused the movie to be named that the 1999 American drama film Magnolia, written and directed by Paul Thomas P.T. Cruiser Anderson, starring Tom Cruise. The Cruise Missile, Philip Seymour Hoffman, William H. Macy, we got a lot of middle names, uh, John C. Reilly. Um, also also Alfred Molina,
1: Julianne Moore. Paul F. Tompkins was in it also. Yeah. Where was Paul F. Tompkins? Yeah, he got cut
3: out.
2: He's uh, a voice. He's
1: on the phone.
2: Uh, he's one of the guys they talk to, uh, um,
3: Philip Seymour Hoffman talks to you on the phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's but a they, he had like a theme. He had like a scene and he got cut out. He did some stand-up yeah. about it. It was pretty funny. His bit funny? about this movie
2: and working on it is
0: incredible oh okay i need to find that i i have not heard of that That's really fun i like i like both those things and it also of course is starring michael murphy who we may remember from last week's uh, episode about batman returns so this is more of Mike michael murphy returns um and then it's also got uh one of the greatest card magicians of all time ricky jay the late ricky jay is in it both yeah. as the narrator and a like a producer role not producing the film but a producer in the film um which I don't know why that guy gets to be the narrator of the opening. Like just oh, guy who works obviously on the movie
1: he was the one who was producing the movie. Turns out. We didn't know. Oh, it was this well, is a production of itself? Like, yes. That's well, that's the I twist. mean, like
2: he's he's one of those like weird characters I referenced earlier, right? Like he has like the Mason ring that they make like a big they don't like make a big deal out of it, but he's wearing like a Freemason's ring. One of the first lines he has is like, you know, I met you on the square, but we po I met you on the ground, but we put it on the square, which is like a Freemason.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't slogan. catch that.
2: Slogan. I
0: didn't know anything. He's this. like
2: aware that the guy has cancer, even though he hasn't like told him he has cancer. Like, he's, he's another one of these like, there's like weird characters in this movie that like, exist almost like outside of the plot and like know things that they shouldn't like him and Dixon are a really good example of that in this film. Um, I don't have this kind of information, but I, the other,
0: he also has a small guest appearance where his book is on the table of books that the uh, Donnie is reading or not Donnie. Stanley is reading about freak children is uh, Ricky J's book, uh, learned pigs and fireproof women, which was about um, circus freak shows and stuff. So, he managed to title. appear as the that's narrator, right as the character, and as his book. Yeah, Learned learned Pigs and Fireproof Women, which I have, and is very good. I don't think he played on. his book. I actually think they had the book play itself. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that's that right. Luis Guzman as the book. Um, so, this was picked by me. Uh, I used a power card to jump jump the line and, and then enacted the part one of two of the super deal that I struck with Hunter to help him win the game in exchange. And in exchange, I get to watch two of my favorite movies this, and then next week, if all goes well, still the prestige Anthony was mad, but he was madder that we had to spend as much time talking about rules as we did. And so, and he was also, it sounds like kind of interested in watching these movies. So he decided to let it continue. And if you remember the tape, he said, we're going to cut off at the part where I had played one power card and he still had his two left to cause trouble he forgot that meant I still had a power card left to stop all power cards. Ha ha! We'll come back to that. That's, in the meantime, that's not, that's not what happened. But in anyway. the meantime, yeah, that that isn't actually is not. that yeah. is not
3: what happened. You're you're, you're listen, engaging in some propaganda right now. But we'll let's wait, save that. About let's it? save that. Which we, part? Which part? We all noticed it. No, listen, we'll, all three no, we'll of us noticed back. it. We'll get, we'll, we'll get back to it. We'll get back. Yeah, to we'll to talk about the movie. It. Not about, you talk about being alive. Well, I'm fascinated uh, to hear what
0: part you're talking about because this was not a game. This was me like actually writing down what was said when I was editing it um, and then doing that. So that'll be interesting. Anyway, in the short term, let's talk about this movie. Okay, so let me give you my patented five-point micro summary of 1999's Magnolia in case you haven't seen it. First, I need you to imagine a world where the only music that exists is by Amy Mann and even... Mm men God. listen to this music in this world it's just all amy and, and briefly carmen that's the whole thing that was the point where my wife was like i don't buy this anymore <laughs> like the frogs didn't buy it <laughs> she didn't bother her when they fell from the yeah, sky there's
1: one but... other song though there's one other song that's always playing in uh uh william h macy's uh car yeah, which is like Gabriel uh, dreams uh, oh okay yeah,
2: it was um it's super tramp super tramp is
3: constantly oh yeah like, super uh, tramp is the oh, movie, that's funny. yeah
0: yeah i mean but the part Super that Champs my wife didn't find great. plausible was this many men knowing lyrics to Amy Mann songs, which is very funny. I knew a lot of Amy Mann after this movie came out, man. this I is, is. a lyrics to these songs and nothing else. Um, uh, also, okay, so now you're in that world. Put yourself in that world. That's weird. And then also in this world, there's a couple of stories. And I'm just going to give you some brief overviews of the different stories. So there's an old TV producer who's dying of cancer. And his wife is very sad because she was originally married to him for the money, but accidentally decided she likes him now. He's on his deathbed, and his dying wish is to reunite with his son, Incel Tom Cruise, uh, who teaches a seminar on uh, how to manipulate women. Across town, there's a game show where a team of kids play against a team of adults, and the host is also dying of cancer. Cancer, played by Luis Cazamano, and he's estranged from his child. (sighs) And uh, uh, this this time, it's a little different from the other story where the guy's dying of cancer and he works in television and he's estranged from his child because this one assaulted his child when she was a child. And now she's addicted to cocaine and going on dates with LAPD officer Magoo. Uh, story number three, there's a former champion of that show is now a goofy grown-up adult who's in love with a bartender who doesn't love him back. And so he robs an electric electronics store and then feels bad about it and then unrobs that store. And... Uh, at this point, with those stories swirling around, post-traumatic Anderson disorder has written himself so far into a corner that he, the only possible way to end the film is by embracing the unsatisfyingness of these things coming together. And it just rains frogs and then Amy Mann music swells and then a golden retriever dies. And that's the movie.
1: I looked up, I looked up for this term, which I'm coining now, Rana X Machina so this is uh <laughs> is that mean frogs FL. in latin yeah
0: yeah that's fun yeah the the frogs f- rain down from the sky and then this thing that didn't happen they zoom in on the text but it did happen which you can't fool me paul i know this didn't happen it it has <laughs> happened the frog frogs I mean, yeah. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It's that like three happen. frogs fell out of a tree, and then like the story got exaggerated over many, many thousands of years, and now everyone's like, everyone believes it, it no, rained frogs. I mean,
2: this this happens every like few like frogs get caught up in like big storms and get carried long ways and get dropped on places like yeah things yeah. like this do happen. Yeah, yeah. But Between also, six like, and a
0: dozen frogs sometimes get taken up by a tornado. That cow I'm, goes. I'm not going to have background. to find how many frogs these are. <laughs>
2: And, I mean, I, I think, like, kind of getting lost in the frogs is a is a weird way to sort of view this movie and where a lot of people kind of get hung up. But, like, I don't know. Like, this is, this is like, a movie that, um, like, one of my favorite sequences is when, like, uh, one of my favorite things a movie can, like, this can do is, like, have, like, a short metaphor for the movie and the way the audience is going to view it in the movie itself. So like Dixon, who I keep referencing, who's like this kid that's kind of pops up throughout the movie. There's like a scene where he, he does this rap to John C. uh, John C. Riley's character. And the rap is, if you listen to it, it is essentially this entire movie. It is this entire movie. It's every character explained really fast. Um, And John C. Riley looks at him and goes, I don't know what the hell you're talking about yeah, but whatever. Uh, Stay in school. Right? Yeah. And it's like that is that is like John Specifically like, he Paul says, be cool,
0: stay in school, stay in, yes. stay and in it school. Is like,
2: it is it is how most people watch this movie and they come out like like John C. Riley, like they're not like listening to the kid trying to figure out what he's saying. Right. They just sort of like, oh, that was weird. Whatever.
0: No, to yeah, to I, be clear, I, I Anthony, think that's what I'm saying is not. That was weird. Whatever. What I'm saying is that was weird. I love this movie more than almost any other movie, and I've seen it a thousand times. I this mm. is like seriously one of my favorite movies, or it has been for a long time. It's been a while since I've seen it, so it's an interesting check in. I but I have this is probably as many as any other movie I've seen. I've watched this movie that many times. It's crazy because I like literal things and things that make sense and things that connect and story arcs, and uh, most importantly, movies that are around two hours. And yet. Yeah, this movie is this so good long. that I, it's got so much good acting and writing that I lose those other parts and I don't mind them. Yeah. Uh, but I'm always yeah.
2: surprised. I haven't seen this in a long time, but I'm surprised how quickly the three hours go yeah. in this movie. Like it's so oh, yeah. There's,
3: there's like a, a middle hour where the in every scene, the action is just rising. Like yeah. there's like, this, yes, like tension, like almost a roller coaster part where it's just like we're going up, we're going up. We're going up and then yeah. all of a sudden everything, every storyline is climaxing at the
0: same time. It's so crazy.
1: It really feels yeah. like this
0: is like three episodes uh, or a full season
1: of a TV show. This feels like an HBO I, show. That's what I was wondering. So, so did everyone watch it in one go? Because I did not.
0: Yes, I watched it in one go. I, yeah. We were not going to because it was so long. And then we were like, I guess at this point, we're closer to the end than the beginning. And it just kind of happened. Yeah. yeah. I, I So I watched
1: this as a half hour show, basically, over the course <laughs> of the week.
0: I bet it still works that's that cool. way it really, yeah, it really I, does. I it does i liked it
1: a lot um yeah. i think i had a two-part finale maybe uh or a double <laughs> a double long episode of the last hour or so but yeah no i i thought it was really cool because like it, it, it's just like this is kind of more of a i was really like you know kind of gnawing on this movie for for a week or so i just like you know taking the pieces in and i i proved to myself that i can i can really accomplish anything if i you know if i, if I chunk it out into small pieces it's uh, it's really a, a good lift for Ezra you know don't have to do it all in one go Good for you, man. It's a good yeah. way to look at the world. And I do think this feels I mean, like an
0: HBO show, so it makes sense that way.
2: This movie yeah. is also like so dense with stuff that I think like it is it absolutely rewards rewatching. But also yes. I think like have if you if you do watch it in like half hour chunks, I think that would be interesting because there's so much like there is so much detail uh in the background of stuff and the way things like thread through like like you were saying, Tom Cruise's performance. I think this is one of his best performances he's ever given. He's I think he's incredible. fucking phenomenal in this yes, movie, yes, and he like yes. is certainly a character that is more relevant today than he's it one of the was, two things even that have changed game. a it lot was on was so this movie
0: um, because of the violence yeah. committed by people like that character, and it's made it like what used to be just like amusing and now is like kind. It's much more sinister, I think, in this watch. Yeah. Well, absolutely. I mean, it's still an incredible I think performance. This one of the yeah. One
2: of the things about his performance in this movie and and kind of taking it in smaller chunks if you do that is like stuff I had never noticed but like I I thought I kept thinking a lot about this movie about um all the dog imagery involved mm. in him right there's like there's obviously like Dying dad has a bunch of dogs. There's a dog and who dies at them. the end, literally. But there's a dog who dog, dies. But it's and they also his old
0: white sheet and a gurney, and and the people yeah. from hospice roll out this golden retriever along yeah. with yeah. the dad. Yeah,
2: yeah, That's it's called gnarly. Being rich. what do you think happens when one of the queens corgis dies? <laughs> the same exact thing. It sits I... in the middle of the town square for seven days. <laughs> it lies but in state. Have, like, Tom Cruise's Yeah. Tom Cruise is like his whole artwork is him as a dog, right? He like pants when he's doing that interview. He's like, he he has all this like dog imagery, but then at the end when he's like, I fucking hate those dogs, right? It is like, it is like this very Uh... subtle thing, but like, it's something I never picked up on is the, the way like so much of his is like, a facade and somebody's refusing to look at who they actually are refusing to look in a mirror right Is like projecting an image but like that's not who he is or who he like can be and that's like a big part of this movie it's like so i want to try I mean, something slightly you know, different as today says, as we
0: as we go into the rest of this review uh, or this discussion of the movie um which is i want to uh test run this thing that uh, i've been developing which is the Alex Falcone patented four-step review process, and so uh, <laughs> just to separate some things out, I want to talk. Like we're going to focus on because we're going we're going to go for things that are good, things that are bad, and then we have a couple more stages after that. But let's like keep focusing on things that are really good about this. And the thing that you were just describing is one of the things that is so just mind blowing about this movie to me is how like despite the fact that it's very long, how incredibly dense everything mm-hmm. is. How many yeah. small interactions that feel perfect, um, and one of those is with so 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 Tom Cruise is this he's the uh, incel speaker, and he's got a couple of assistants, and he has a woman who's an assistant who seems very together, and then he has two guy assistants who actually go to the events with him who are like drank the Kool Aid and are like we see them briefly talking about how good they are at the skill set. And there's a brief interaction on the phone where the woman assistant is like, mm. shut the fuck up. I don't care about what you're saying. You're so stupid. Like her. Be, just, a, good so, boy, is yeah, what be a good boy. Yeah, be a good boy. Yes, yes more dogs. Again, oh, you're dog. so right. Yeah. So it's,
1: right. It's so the, good. The density of Especially that, that
0: micro moment.
2: Yeah, that scene opens with him bragging to like two customers yes. about how like. You gotta try this on feminist, man. That's yeah. what I, I'm i so great. I fucking dominate yeah. women. And then he immediately gets a phone call from this woman who chews him out. H- a co worker who him treats like him a like dog, absolutely. Dog right, literally.
4: Right. Upstairs, yeah.
0: It is so funny. Oh, that's so funny. And it's, yeah, this. It's so in others, rich. It's so rich in these dense things. Another one that I was thinking of was um, the. Uh, there's a scene where Philip Seymour Hoffman, who is also really good in this movie, um, as he always was. But, uh, he's he needs to get a porn magazine so that he can find the phone number for this incel hotline and he calls like a phone version of doordash from back in the day and he orders peanut butter and a loaf of bread and some milk and then the porn magazine and then the operator is like do you still want the bread and the peanut butter it's so funny and it's so perfect and it's such like a realist it's such a really just a delightful interesting moment when you did not need to have one yeah that <laughs> that is you,
2: such a great
0: well- realized
2: moment because you know that is like what that person's job is all day, day of people going no never mind on the peanut butter
0: yeah it's just yeah it's <laughs> such a good little joke I love it and i i i, I the thing you mentioned earlier really with Louis Guzman where he's like they're walking into the game show and he's explaining to the other team that he is the perfect person to call on if you need any questions about sports or milk. And then he's <laughs> listing things you make with milk like butter, <laughs> cheese, goat milk. It's just, I well realized is the perfect phrase. Like so much stuff is well realized that didn't have to be that it's incredible. Right. Every little detail, yeah. Yeah, he
3: asked for some low-fat low, low fat milk as well. I like yes, that. so That's then, yeah, what he's the drink break, on the so him a
0: milk.
1: Um,
0: another thing that i like another scene that is like not one of even the main scenes it's a small part of uh of the cop's day is the woman with the body in her closet who is Mm. one of the funniest actors i've ever seen in a movie her performance is so incredible uh where she's dragging the couch and then he's like what the fuck is this, Marcy? And she goes, That ain't mine. <laughs> it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in a movie. Well, that is it's also that is, one yeah. of those,
2: like, she's such a weird character because she is, she's like, again, one of those, like, what I'm saying, the like, other tiers of characters who are there almost to be forces of nature to bring the plot into focus, right? Like, her, she is screaming, step by step instructions of where to go to find the dead body. Yeah. Right? Don't she you says, look in my closet? Don't go in my room. Don't look in my closet. <laughs> right? She is planting these ideas.
0: So funny in, in his, his head. head yeah. Right? Yeah. She is
2: like again, like these pe- these certain characters in it. I mean, it's the same thing with the uh, the guy at the bar that Philip Seymour Hoffman spends the evening with. He's this oh, old he flamboyant guy who speaks in riddles and says really weird things and like doesn't feel like a real character he feels more like a a like a dramatic irony like forced into a person right he is this movie is so filled with these little characters but that's a, speaking of Philip Seymour Hoffman i love like again those like really subtle things of like his whole opening montage of like getting that he's like a good probably newly converted Christian who recently reformed Christian and yeah. then like there's all these photo shots of him in the police station and he's the only cop by themselves right yeah. all the other no, cops no have friends. a partner yeah. at their desk but even just having a partner and like how lonely he is it like it is in every part of his life it's so subtle but like really well- done done filmmaking
0: and telling you everything you need to know about this guy the opening um, of him and- in the car not the opening is like the early scene with him where he's driving and he's giving in an and- interview about what it's like to be a cop and like what the job means to him and then the camera mm. pulls out and there's no one else in the car is so funny
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah not so brilliant Okay, yeah, and I mean his time. little it's things like when I mean, he you've, you've danced around this. Please, Anthony, just explain to me now the rap and all of the other profit characters and like what is going because like I guess I've seen this a lot of times, did not know mm-hmm. that part.
2: Well, yeah, I mean it's so it's like I haven't seen this movie in a long time. And watching it this time, I was just kind of like taken back by like this. So this obviously this like this this theme of the movie of the idea of like, you know, as the book says, you may be through with the past, but the passing through with you and the way like we are. But if you try to run away from your trauma, deny who you were, deny like what and like not embrace the bad things that have happened to you, um, people who do that usually are doing it because they feel like, well, I want to be able to like just control things in my life now. And this movie is about, like, taking characters like this, characters who, like, have some trauma or are currently going through a trauma who are trying to control their lives, and the movie is saying, like, no, you you don't have any controls of it, and that's what the frogs are at the end, right? It's like this force of nature, this thing no one could have done anything about. Life happens to you like that, right? So you have, like, all these sort of main characters who are obviously dealing with like a trauma and need to learn a lesson. And then you have these secondary characters in this movie, like Philip Seymour Hoffman, who doesn't have anything like that in this movie, right? You have Dixon who doesn't have anything like that in this movie. You have like the producer who doesn't have anything like that in this Mm -hmm. movie. So you have like the main tier characters who are going to learn something tonight, right? They're going to learn something about, how they little control they have and how that's not necessarily a bad thing. And you need to embrace and like learn to accept when crazy things happen to you. And then yeah. you have like I, these other tier of characters. Like I was saying, Oh, what were you saying Hunter? I didn't want to cut you off.
3: Yeah. I, so I, they remind me of uh, the characters from like David Lynch movies, to be honest, those like weird yeah. characters that just know things they shouldn't. And feels like there's like this tier of characters that have read the script. Yes. Essentially. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's that, yeah. That's how they. Yeah. like,
2: I mean, that's why the scene I referenced at the beginning is like literally Philip Seymour Hoffman to make the plot happen with Tom Cruise explains it as, okay, this is what the scene in the movie is, right? right? That's literally like the context he uses to make the plot happen, right? And like Dixon does the same thing when there's rap, when he like says, like, I literally just solved the crime. I just told you the whole story of what's going to happen. Um, And it's like, so you have these little characters throughout this movie that are like on the periphery like that, they do seem more like they are, you know, uh, like I said, like Hunter said, people who had read the script, who are trying to necessitate for the characters to learn what they need to learn, or like to come through the other side and become, you know, maybe not happy, better people, but happier people, or people who like learn whatever this movie is trying to teach them, which is what I said, of like the idea of like having control. It's why I like Juliana Juliana Moore. Juliana oh my god. I think just Julianne Moore, but yeah. I have a really bad head goal. Julianne Moore, yeah. Julianne Moore's character. I someone who I've won, I have forgotten how wild of a performance she is yep. at like eleven oh, yeah. this whole movie. Yeah. It's insane. But but even her, like I had never really thought about what the movie was trying to say with her. And it's like she like her whole thing is like she's like regretting the fact that she treated this man shitty when he was healthy and now that he's dying she sort of realized she loves him and she like tries to you know take a life at the end but again that kind of goes into this movie of like even something like that is a an illusion of control you don't really have control she like is the character in this movie who tries to take most control of her life to literally end it and dixon shows up at the end right and yeah, the other producer tries saved. that as like, well, and
0: a frog knocks the gun out of his hand.
4: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and
2: so it's like this idea of, like, even these things that are like are seem very final and seem like this is me taking control of my life, You know, you can't even really depend on that. You can't really do anything like that. All you can really do is sort of, like, take what life gives you and sort of, like, embrace the past and not run away from it,
0: you know? Okay, so um, um, these are things is- we've liked. We've talked a lot about stuff mm-hmm. we like about this movie. Phase two, I want to know what stuff that you did not like or did not sit well with you on this watch. We mentioned the um, uh, the Tom Cruise stuff is a little different now. I obviously like uh, John C. Riley's cop character is very different to me now. There was something yeah. when I was younger that was like, oh, he's a terrible cop. That's cute. And now it's not cute at all. Especially when he's a terrible cop very willing to get involved with people and go into their houses and does a lot right, of yeah, a that lot unethical scene, stuff. That first
3: scene that we mentioned for being funny, and it is funny, uh, like, but that it's, it also has this like uh, this thing that I think I did not see when I was like, I don't know, I think I saw this when I was like 18 the first time um of just like wow he's just really going into her house and that's yeah. pretty much yeah, she up. keeps
0: saying you can't do this and when i was watching it this time was the first time i was like i, I don't think he can i think she's yeah, I right think about it I, I,
1: I, okay yeah, so i think she's totally right he can't do that i i maybe have a different expectation for cops but i was like huh all things considered, pretty good cop <laughs> okay that's a yeah that's a different way you could go that with it too. actually know, like I would say he's like he is incompetent in yes. different ways. Uh, he is bad. He's not evil. Uh, and there, that's my bar right now for LAPD at this point. When he when he charges uh,
0: into the setting with his gun out, that where he ends up losing the gun, or I guess God takes the gun away because he doesn't. He shouldn't have it. He doesn't seem like he's safe with it. Um, yeah, it was not the best use of guns. That makes me. That scared me.
2: Yeah, I mean the fact that he like the first one of the first things
0: he does is drop
2: his nightstick after banging on the door with it <laughs> when he yeah, goes to really beat it's So funny! It
3: is, like, it's,
0: it's charming because he's like nervous, but then also it's like, yeah. man, this guy should not be legally allowed to use force. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. and the movie doesn't really—I don't think the movie really has that in it. it. But it also, I think, the movie is trying to be about him as an individual and doesn't really care about right. yeah, maybe yeah, the, yeah. the, the which, wider which, place which, that we're the, taking it to.
0: For a lot of people, it wasn't a different time, but for uh, probably for P.T. Anderson, for me, it was. It was a different time. We didn't know as much about that as we do now. Um, right. I will also just to put on my bad list the part where they all just sing "Amy Man" for a verse, and it's just kind of a music video sing along.
2: Oh, come on, that's oh, amazing. That no, That's one of the best sequences. I
0: love really? music. Really? Yeah. yeah. You guys. Yeah.
3: You I went guys. with. This. Come yeah. on, you just gotta go with uh, it at that, that was point. The, that was didn't. the part
0: where it went too far. I was with them for so many things.
1: Oh, I also, love that. also, like, all the lines are fairly prophetic for them. It's like it's not just like this is a fun thing. This is like these are all every line they the character says is very relevant for their yeah, for and, their what's happening for them.
2: Well, I, I have a question for you, Alex. Do you do you believe that sequence is literal? Like, do you think that's actually I happening? Don't.
0: No, in no. the reality I just think it's of it's corny, movie, right? There's plenty of unreality of a movie that's corny. Mm.
3: Yeah, I can understand someone not, I mean, it's not necessarily about being confused as to what's happening. It's more yeah. like, I mean, I like if someone walked in on me watching what Magnolia at that yeah. specific <laughs> yeah. part, yeah. I bet I would feel like, oh yeah, this is pretty lame, huh? But like, if I'm watching the movie yeah, it, it, I understand that. I understand that reading of it. I just know that for me, when I'm there and I'm in this movie and what that happens at like hour two with some change, even. yeah, You basically watch like a whole normal movie <laughs> length amount of movie yeah. that I'm just kind of like, yep, I'm going with it. It's it's yeah. I'm I'm in it at this point. So they can definitely yeah, get away with from turning back.
4: Well, yeah, I'm also, not going
3: to turn around now so that they're singing. I, I almost turn appreciate it's the, just the one part where I'm like,
0: Come on. See, come on. Isn't
2: there also a thing though where it's been twenty three years and like like Amy Mann's uh, Get Wise Up or whatever that song is called? It's like Mm -hmm. it that song was written for this movie, correct? Like that was I don't know. This this is the first time. It was a a coming that song.
0: He said he'd like he like wrote an entire movie based on an album of hers, but then yeah, she wrote original album. songs for this movie. And so I don't
1: quite understand the yeah. give and take so of Wise up Wise so- Up predates... Wise Up is before this. It was originally for the Jerry Maguire soundtrack, actually, but better, okay. became better known for that. So um there was other stuff, I think, that she did original, but like, yeah, there's a line also that Claudia has. Um, that's yeah. Like yeah from that we've met. So, is it okay right? if we never see each other yeah, yeah,
0: again yeah. that he said was like, he yeah. worked backwards from that to her character. And it is one of the few lines I think that stands out to me in the movie where it was like, well, it doesn't quite work in the dialogue you wrote, but yeah, it felt like you were yeah, quoting I, something.
2: I, there's a lot of stuff I really love about this movie. The entire date is probably my favorite sequence. And it's why um, punch drunk love is like, one of my top two or three favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movie because it's like that it's like the date sequence stretched out to a full movie right with mm. Adam Sandler I haven't actually like seen the, that one but I like a lot so much of the much same of stuff I it's, thought I would like it it's really good I think you would like it a lot um, but like the way like the camera does that fast push in when they finally stand up the kiss it's yeah. It's like one of my favorite shots yeah. in movie history it's just like the lighting the way the scene builds,
0: it's just. So, is there anything you did not like about this it's movie, It's electrifying.
2: Um, I get, I think Julian Julian Moore's performance in retrospect, watching it now, is a little silly, uh, a little well, not silly, but a little over the top, especially hmm. with like her plot line and the character she's meeting. Um, I I think it works in the movie, um. Yeah, I don't know, like sort of rewatching this. It's an
0: interesting one for me because I think she's brilliant and I think she's brilliant in most of it. There are a couple of moments there are time there, there are certain like writers where there are sentences that sound a little bit writerly and it is everything mm. in this movie is so natural but there's a couple of her lines that sound a little writerly and that don't like trip out of her daily speech it sounds quite right to me but i was a thing that i hadn't really cared as much about in earlier watches that i was watching this time was when she goes to get the prescriptions filled for her husband the little just the small looks and then the the yeah. the microaggressions from the guy and i obviously like I i knew that was happening i've seen the scene but the way that would affect somebody in her position and like how that when she says, you have the gall to call me lady, which is like, not the worst thing anyone's ever said to you. Um, it, it, mm-hmm. It's it's over the top, but I, I guess I I get it. I feel it. So she, this is, I think hers is like on the edge of being so over the top that I can't handle. Tom Cruise is over the top too, and I liked it. And I feel like she was like, yeah. he was maybe closer to the line where it could maybe push over, but
2: Well, I mean, uh, Tom Hunter, Cruise's character is
3: work? I think that I was trying to describe the movie to my roommate um, after it was over. And one thing that I said that I felt like it was true, but then after I said it, I was sort of like, oh, I don't know. Maybe that is actually kind of a problem. was that um, Magnolia feels like the drama equivalent of like heavy metal um, because everyone (laughs) is just like soloing and doing like Mm. every scene just feels like every actor in it is just like kind of doing uh, like a really intense exercise every scene and it's so many scenes like that and so many of them are stacked right next to each other that maybe there isn't a a point there there is a point in the movie where it's almost a little too loud and i think maybe it could have used a little nuance and the like ups and downs because like i said there's this whole hour in the middle where it's just like rising and rising and rising
0: click 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 and suddenly it's
3: like all all payoff and after a while maybe it's a little bit too much where you get kind of numbed out to like how much you know and it's not none of it's like like i would say individually like excessive for me but possibly cumulatively it might be a little bit oh, too yeah. much i think i would how, have it a little more
1: you know great would there have been a, if there had been a storyline where it's just all went great for one character uh, the whole time.
3: Yeah, that kind of would- <laughs> <laughs> that would
1: be really funny. You know, like, yeah, I, Donnie I would gets like his that.
2: braces. The hot yeah. tender is like, I got braces too. I mean, that, <laughs> that, by the way, I have not seen this movie in a long time. That's like the thing I've forgotten the most of. But when they reveal the reason why he wants, yeah. that's his plan to pick up the hot tender. Yeah. that's
0: wild so funny it's so funny it's so wonderful and of the lines of this Uh. movie that i quote frequently still like two decades later uh a decade and a half later uh i a a lot of them come from him i like i have a lot of love to give is something that i still say fairly often uh i Mm. his his performance is so good and i love william h macy he's just so wonderful in this and like oh the other thing he says that i still say all the time is i used to be smart but now i'm just stupid." I love that yeah. line, and it's been very useful in my life as a former GT kid, now sub-optimal adult. Um, like a rem- remedial well, you also adult. got struck by lightning, right? And it hurts. It goes through your body. Oh, he's so fun. I love <laughs> him. <laughs> <laughs> uh i love him so much um actually i do also uh, one of the things that i think is, that cracks me up about it on this watch that i hadn't really thought of before this is not exact this is not a criticism this is just one of my fun tangents that you guys all love so much where it seems like i don't get it but i'm not talking about the movie i'm talking about ideas that come from it this game show it's, it's all right we, we, we trust you we go go for it this game show is so wild you guys what do kids know where it's three kids against mm. three adults if the kids don't win this show is mean Right, yeah. Like, yeah. When it's the kids win, main. it's like, "Wow, that's so incredible." If the kids don't win, you're like, "You just brought in a bunch of sixth graders to have them lose at a game show against full grown
1: adults." Wow, what a monster! Wow. I also and- like Louise Guzman, like I guess character in this. I was like, you know what? I would love to, to humiliate some young yeah, kids yeah, on I TV. Will just <laughs> Yo, yo it's, it's over. That's that's the rules, man. He wasn't even playing for charity either, I don't think. No, as far as we know, wanted he wanted that money.
0: $200 split three ways. And the questions
2: are so absurd. Uh, and we only see like three or four of them that yep. get asked in the actual movie. But like, the idea of like, oh yeah, my favorite segment when they have musicians come on oh and my play songs in the style oh of other people. They played uh, with one weird song, instruments,
0: but in the style of different classical composers, but all played on a harmonica trio, including one guy playing what looks like a forty-pound bass harmonica. That would be yeah. insane on a game show. And it's then other questions so are like, what's up-turn. the common element between carbon and diamonds?
4: Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's
2: well, just wildly you different. You get bonus points for singing
0: an answer? Oh, I love that. What? Like, so my, my favorite game so, show, and it's no. from a listener who sent it to us, but my favorite originally is why I listened to it when we watched the quiz show episode, but I love Only Connect, this BBC game show, and the host, who is brilliant, she lo- she won't give you bonus points because she can't, but if you mention a song, she's going to ask you to sing it, and then she's going to tell you you did a great job because mm-hmm. she just loves when they sing and so it reminded me of that. But yeah, the idea that you get 250 bonus points if you sing the the, the aria from Carmen is hilarious. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, that's great. But just imagine how yeah. this show was if the kids don't win three days in a row. Everyone would be done. They would be like, well, yeah, they're kids, you asshole. Right, right. Well, it's imagine the up.
2: idea that the show is like, this kid's team, clearly a little imbalanced.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could be literally
2: one person answering every question and the other two make fun of him for pissing his pants. That's Yeah, so the the casting on the show is very important.
0: They're like, it's a game show where we make one genius kid beat three adults and we put two dumb kids next to him. So we have to cast adults that are dumber than this kid and then we put him with two dumb kids. So it's really just ask this freak kid questions and yet they don't treat him particularly well for him being the only reason the show works.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. This had good background. I think. I think they want to pull in some like historical stuff. So one, I kind of think P. T. Anderson's uh, dad produced vid- like shows, and I think yeah, also his dad was worked a TV sense. producer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, his he, dad. He worked on a quiz show, also. I think.
2: Yeah, I mean, this the character of Earl Tom Cruise's dad is loosely based off when Paul Tom Anderson's dad died of, of cancer. Right. It Wait, is. You're
0: telling me um, that this, this movie about a series of shitty fathers is a connection <laughs> to his own dad uh,
2: yeah i mean probably yeah. i mean <laughs> I just, it's know, hard to going
3: through yeah. it's it's tough i know but yeah that it might there might be something going on there you know this is the
1: part of the podcast where we, we where, where we reveal that actually <laughs> um also i think that fiona apple i had some version of that uh have to go to the bathroom and the tv producer isn't letting her uh, story. I think that also I saw that in the IMDb uh, trivia. Mm, so, right. yeah. well, IMDb
0: I trivia, mean, as another... we all know, is the place you go to put lies. But that I believe that anyway. But good lies. People yeah, thumbed yeah, it up. So, good
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, but com- go ahead, Anthony. Being able to eat the bathroom thing is such another good, like very subtle way the movie drives home this theme about, like, control, right? Like, mm. so much of Stanley's life, like everyone else, is, like, he's literally being told when he can't use the restroom. But the thing is, like, water goes in, water comes out. Like, m- people shouldn't <laughs> be surprised by what happens, right? Yeah. But it's, like, yeah. this sense of, like, oh, no, you cannot do that. And it's, like, the adults and everyone else are so surprised when it happens, but it's just, like, this idea of like, yeah, shit. We know certain things are going to happen if you do not allow, you know, a kid to pee. But like the all fact right, that so people are surprised and upset when it happens, it's just, it's interesting. I love it. Um,
0: I'll, I'll add one more, one more brief thing on what didn't work as well for me, which is that there are, um, just not a lot of women in PT Anderson movies. And the two that we have scream the whole movie, um, the three that we see for any length of time are all screamers. Um, a lot of screaming uh not a lot of not as much character depth from the women um but let's let's re- so that's that's like part two part three of this review process how much it factor did this movie have for you so what what are the other intangible things about this how intangible was your your interest in this movie
1: ezra do you want to got, i got mad it factor uh just in that like i i forgot how much of this really must have affected me when I saw it, I guess the first time I, I hadn't seen it for the last like two decades. Yeah. Um. But especially like, I mean, I, I, on Napster, I had all of these, uh, sound, all the soundtrack MP3s, uh, from, uh, yeah. from, man, yeah. very much remember this. And I'm, like the last couple days also like found myself like, you know, singing bits of these songs. Um, so like it felt like it was a lot of the stuff I really remembered. Uh, and there's some like shots, uh, I don't know. It's tough not to have an it factor when you have like so many good people with so many names, Uh, I feel like there's just so many names for the people, and and you know they they, middle names,
0: middle initials. Yeah,
1: if you if you're acting with a middle a middle initial or middle name, you you you're you're not leaving anything for the for the the swim back.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this is a movie that like it's got me thinking a lot about. uh, Look, we talk a lot about how much I I like Tom Cruise. I'm a big fan of his work as an actor, as a performer. I I love a lot of the stuff he's done over the last twenty years, but when you think back to like this period of his career between like coming off Jerry Maguire, doing this, doing eyes wide shut, um, still doing the big action movies on the side of it. But like, there was a time that like, he definitely kind of hit a branch in the path and decided to go fully towards this sort of like stunt man. I'm only in movies I produce, I oversee the writer and the director and have, I am the auteur of my own movies right? Like that's certainly what he's been on for the last 15 years or so. But yeah, I did kind of, I watched this and like eyes wide shut. And I kind of wish that he had maybe gone more with the, I work with interesting directors and I will do whatever they want me to do. And I, because he is so good.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, When you look at like this and eyes wide shut it's just like, these are the last two movies that Tom Cruise was not the sole producer on, right? Like, right. I don't think he's done anything since these movies in which he wasn't the, the sole voice uh, at the end of the day. Um, um,
0: and that's I, kinda... I agree with that. I yeah. agree with what Ezra said about, like, the different ways that it affected. Like, this is not a movie. I, I hadn't put this on my top five favorite movies, and I just have been, like, realizing how much I watched it and how much mm-hmm. I thought about different parts of it and um one of those is uh, i want to tell you a quick story where i threw up in the same bathroom as uh, william h macy does in this movie because i did was you go there to of, do that what did you
2: go there to do that the way like people
0: <laughs> no, go I to new not, zealand was the and see the so i was, order I was the sets. in LA. i was doing a bunch of shows and a comic was like oh a bunch of us are going to hang out and they all live up in the valley and they were like oh we're going to go to the we we always- we always go hang out at the magnolia bar and it, I had watched the movie a ton of times and did, knew nothing about L.A. So I did not realize all of these locations are on one street called Magnolia, which makes perfect sense. Mm. But I did not know that. And so we go to that bar. And I had eaten at a I had eaten a very sketchy L.A. Donut a couple hours earlier. Mm. And I Wait. started feeling <laughs> a donut can make you throw up. I am pretty sure I, had, I got food poisoning. I think
1: it was a donut. That was the most suspect thing I'd eaten all day. Um, I mean, look. I guess I got to say, we'll keep on going for the story, but usually it's more than a few hours before, I guess I'll say that. Well, that's, right that's very possible. You.
0: Uh, that makes perfect sense. I was, th- that was the weirdest thing I ate. And the thing that I was like, this is a mistake, but I had, uh, uh, I had, I had, anyway, I got food poisoning and I had to free. throw up while I was in that bar. And uh, it was the, I do not remember because I felt really crappy if the bathroom was that same bathroom or if that was a different set. But uh, it, that was the thing that I have in common with William H. Macy is uh, getting sick and having to throw up in that bar. Um, which to congratulations. me, congratulations, yeah.
1: intangible. Well,
0: no, yeah, that's, you that's
2: also, great. you know, spent a lot of money to get your kids in the colleges they didn't deserve. So you have that uh, in <laughs> common with
0: Philip Seymour Hoffman.
2: Um, the other thing about this, well.
0: this is like this is not related um, to anything really, but I'm going to force into this portion of the of the conversation, which is of all the little things about this movie that really work so well for me, one of them is the weight of the frogs. Mm, so, the prop yeah. fro- the, there's some CG frogs, but there's also a lot of prop frogs, and there are so a many of things about- frogs, I think, yeah, there's so many things about them that are so good. Um, one of them is that they're just way heavier than I would have thought. Uh, like, but they make they're really good sounds. they when the one comes through the skylight is perfect. And they, just when they hit the car, it's like startling and intense. And the way the cloud of frogs moves in, like a rain cloud coming across, it's not like a tornado through these frogs. It's like clouds raining frogs. um The frogs are so well done. And there's one frog, the one that knocks the gun away. We we're on a drone shot, I guess, above. the fr- It's CG, but we're like we're with the frog for most of the way yeah. down, yeah. which is great. I just really I enjoyed, enjoyed it, it was it, it was
1: a GoPro strapped to a rubber frog that they dropped out. That's what <laughs> out happened out. <laughs> I happened. Yeah. After,
0: it's so so good and I love it. And also, frogs are my favorite plague of Egypt. I think um, I don't know. If it, I spent I spent a lot of time thinking about the plagues of Egypt the last couple of years, and it's so good because they open with River of Blood, right? Which is strong, open. Str- yeah, strong yeah, open yeah strong totally yeah. open, it's so terrifying it the smell like the the viscosity of it, it would be so upsetting it's so scary and I, there's no way you can follow that and it has the feel in the story where he like turns the rivers to blood and then you're like well surely pharaoh will let me go i've done my plague and then pharaoh says no and it to me it, it reads like moses was like what I meant was ten plagues. I have many, many plagues you haven't even thought of yet. I it's not just that one. That would have been ridiculous. I have so many more plagues. And then he looks around and he sees a frog and is like, "There's going to be more frogs than you expect." And then it, anyway, and it has to want. So that's what well, I option. mean, it's
2: a one-two punch, right? Because like frogs, I mean, blood is going to like you know destabilize you, gross you out. It's very it Cause causes a lot, of, a lot of problems. Yeah, frogs, frogs. It's just such a, like a, what? I mean, you you can see Pharaoh, like Philip Seymour Hoffman, going, why are frogs falling from the sky, right? I mean, it's a good line for a reason. <laughs> yes. Because it, it's a shocking
0: image, right? It's, it's yeah, very weird. Like, so what I'm you can't follow River of Blood with a more metal plague. The only way you can go is weird. I think frogs yeah. have the okay, most, right. like, I control stuff that you have no, that you can't even
1: fathom. What else? Get in here. Well, so I love, I mean, look, I'm really into the plagues, you know, every Passover, they're very, very interesting stuff. And they are legit weird. I want to like make one clarification. I just, I think you're overselling some parts of this in that um, it's really weird if you go to the text uh, that it's actually, Pharaoh is legit freaked out by this. And then God is like, I'm going to harden." God uh, again, yeah. because yes. I got nine more bangers. I need to, guys. Yeah. I have brainstormed all night to have that's all the true. great ones, and I need a reaction to every single one. So hold on. No, this is not going to work quite yet. I want you to see every single thing I've planned. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a very good point. And this is actually
0: one of my favorite parts of this text: is that God is definitely on both sides. God is like he oh, does a yeah. thing, and it works so well. Like, well, come on, we got to play out the string. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, God, God, like. Paul Thomas Anderson is a storyteller, right? Like the the thing is, it's not like God was a way. God, he thinks long term, right? When the exodus was happening, uh, he wasn't. He was thinking, yeah, this is going to make a change for them today. But what's important is my legacy. How are a bunch of dudes on a podcast going to be analyzing my work? (laughs) Five thousand years from now, right? You no, know, he's a
0: visionary. He well, sees so, the beaches. So here's the pro- problem with that theory. I'm mostly with you, but and, and I'm mostly with you as her too. That this is like he had ten. He had to get out. But a couple of them do feel like filler. Like yeah. there's like which, which one? and gnats, which is like a little much and like yeah that's a, uh, that's
3: literally a technicality i mean yeah. like a lot of those flies that have been gnats, natural yeah, exactly of gnats i wasn't checking flies, their you know?
0: undercarriages to know the difference or um i think the worst one is um is when he uh, blacked out the sun for for a period of time because that just happens yeah that's just called night It's bro. Just beautiful it's just yeah. a normal awesome thing we look do you know how many people traveled to see the solar eclipse recently like it's amazing yeah um, it's true Oh, oh, no, no, the uh, the worst one is fire rain, because fire rain sounds like the best one. It sounds super badass. But if you think about it, you're like, well, what's on fire? The rain is on fire, like an Adele song, or is it like sulfur that's falling? that's on fire, or is the fire itself mm. falling without being on something? It doesn't make a lot of sense. And so I looked it up, and it turns out a lot of translations of that just say hail, um, that the fire rain and hail are basically like the same words. So it wasn't fire rain. It was ice rain, which is the opposite. And is also just a thing that happens. So like, well, yeah, a lot of this is well, branding. I
2: mean, how often does it happen <laughs> exactly. in Egypt?
4: I
0: think, I think fire rain is I mean? definitely the best branding on hail I've ever heard. But it's just not well, that impressive.
3: I mean, no, that's good. Look, spin. I mean, that's good. Spin Fox News would be would could learn something. <laughs> you know? Locus,
1: Locus, same thing. So locusts are just angry grasshoppers. But angry grasshoppers exactly. doesn't sound as good as locusts. No, yeah, it's locust sounds like hopping evil. sounds super cute.
3: Yeah, um, mean, I have a, a, a plague of mean grasshoppers. Real, yeah. Just the
1: meanest, just <laughs> real bad SOBs, these grasshoppers. Or, or, they're, or, or, they're, or they're maybe hungry.
3: maybe you frame it like they're hungry. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. A, a plague of <laughs> hungry, hungry grasshoppers. grasshoppers.
0: These grasshoppers are starving. So They've got been the munchies in the bin oh, all day. All right, the last thing uh, I want to, well, so normally in the four-step process, we'd ask, what would you change? But I think we've talked a lot about the movie. I have one more unrelated question or glancingly related, and then we gotta rank this movie. So um this question is for anybody on the table who has more experience at cool parties than me, because I've never been in a situation where I would know this answer. But I'm very this also came up in White Lotus and I genuinely don't know, so I wanna ask. How much cocaine is much?
1: Cause it seemed to me yeah, I don't, uh, like she was going <laughs> was through a lot. wrong person asked. I don't want to answer this question. Mm. Uh, I can say I don't look. I don't know. It seemed like a good amount. I I, I don't want to gloss over the what would I change because I know what it would be. Oh, okay. I want change the frogs to be every hour on the hour? <laughs> <laughs> it just it's just like uh, uh, the leftovers, which is like
0: a thing that happens. No one cares. We just we, it affects right. us, but we just don't explain it. It's just. Yeah, every no, hour, that just frog rain, the we just happens. deal with.
1: It. In this part of the valley, it's just we got frog clock every hour on the hour. It is like ten degrees hotter yeah, like than rest in of it L.A.
0: It. So, like, if it was also frog clock on the hour, it would make sense to me. <laughs> I, would I mean, like that it too is... if all the characters didn't
3: even think it was weird and didn't even comment on it. And we're just like it was a movie where what if in the valley it rained frogs every <laughs> hour and then people just live their lives with yeah. that.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I mean, it is definitely like. I mean, again, that's something I had never really thought about before this movie. Watching it this time was sort of like why he picked the title codes for the weather throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. again it's that that like illusion of control and being able to like understand things that we really can't, right? It's every time he shows you a title code of the weather, it cuts to the weather being the opposite of what you said. Right? It just oh. says, right? You know, like oh. it is it is like, it's just like this really interesting, like this this movie really does feel like, like such a text and not just the sense that it's like very long and big, but there's just, there's so much like meat on their bones, right? I mean, and it says, for like things we don't sort of like about it, like a lot of Paul Thomas Anderson stuff, like says his women aren't great. He makes movies about a whole wide range of rich white people. Right, <laughs> um, but that's really kind of where he draws his thing, you know. Like he he doesn't have a lot of we, diversity. I, I liked
0: large portions of licorice pizza, but the age thing was weird, and they didn't care. And then also, there's this really racist character that is just not commented on. And so there, yeah. he, every once in a while, he does a thing where I'm like, Paul, what? But then like Tom Waits jumps over a something on fire on a golf course in the valley, and it's like the best thing I've ever seen. So he really does yeah. have a lot of strengths but every once in a while there's like a weird blind spot yeah, yeah. We, i mean stable ob- of actors
2: yeah, yeah he's just obviously very much like a very insulated sort of
0: artist um okay i'm not gonna let this pass I though mean, like, i need we- help anthony no one else is helping me is her co- like like how on a scale of one to like super emergency <laughs> how much cocaine did she do
2: she definitely does a lot of cocaine in this movie. That is for sure. It's a lot. Um, okay. The question. Well, the thing is, though, it's like you know, obviously, I don't think she's like new to cocaine. No, uh, you build up like it. a it seems tolerance. Like she needs it to get yeah. through the
0: day. And
2: and I, I think as as somebody who's never used cocaine, I, I think you kind of, you you maybe have a misunderstanding of how cocaine works, Alex. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not like. Um, other drugs where like every you know you smoke weed or something you'll you'll you know i mean it is in the sense like you you will be high for a while and then you eventually come down cocaine is like that in very short spurts so like you will get high on cocaine and you will stay that way for a while but like you need to like there's a reason why people who are doing cocaine are constantly doing it you need that right. constant source if you want to maintain your high, especially if you have a drug addiction, which she certainly seems to, yeah, yeah. um,
0: you're going to so, constantly. So it's like be alcohol, going where your body back can process it. one drink per hour. You can like process yeah, one exactly. cocaine the, every 20 minutes, you, or one cocaine per hour. Yeah, yeah. one I cocaine. Mean, yeah,
2: exactly. It's like you, you when you do cocaine, it's not like you know, like smoking pot or something. You like, you might like come come back to the bong every once in a while, but like if you had like a cocaine party when everyone's doing cocaine. Uh, you're going to be doing a lot of it um, throughout the evening to maintain your high because you're okay. going to
0: come down off it Yeah, because she, she doesn't do that much at any one time, but she does do it constantly. The lady in White Lotus oh, yeah. that I was really worried about, she is an older woman, Jennifer Coolidge, and she does like, I don't know, four or five cocaines in a row. And I thought that seemed like a lot for a person who doesn't do this very often. But I, again, I have no idea. Well, she's an old mm. pro,
3: you know. Yeah, so I mean, She said it had been that's, like that's 20 years since she'd
0: done it. Yeah, well,
3: but, but she remembers, you know, right. how to do it right. You know, I would just i worried about her heart
0: popping. You know,
3: right? Yeah, but I think there's like cheat codes and stuff. I mean, I don't know a lot about it. Yeah, but, you know.
2: well, and the thing is, like, <laughs> is you have to. The, the thing you have probably, to understand—you like right?
3: hold your ear down, and then that oh, makes it. Yeah, she, right. she she, oh, she like,
1: chopped up the cocaine with a game shark, and then it's okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, and the thing, the like, I haven't seen this the episode of White Lotus you're referring to yet, but like. The oh. thing with, like, all drugs like this is you have to remember, like, the drugs normal people get and the drugs rich people get yeah. are two very different drugs, different. even if it has the oh. same name. That if you are rich and you're getting really good cocaine, right, the effects on it aren't going to be like if, what, you would buy off the street or from a sketchy dealer because that has been stepped like on and cut with a bunch of—
4: yeah, well, yeah yeah Alex, like or, or like just... your
3: cocaine wouldn't be like the good stuff that oh, Jennifer yeah, it was, was just doing.
1: kind of like it was like Bradley Cooper's uh, limitless drug at the end of limitless, right? Yeah. It's just like it actually only makes you better. That's rich people yeah, cocaine. I mean
0: basically.
4: it's well, I mean like I'm, in, like, I'm not
1: Richards. a
0: cocaine aficionado, so would I notice would it like taste worse?
4: Or oh, would I mean, it be I'm like, not, like
0: I would definitely be, not Okay, yeah. But there'd be more so points. would be different?
2: Yeah, and you would feel worse the next day, or you would mm. feel worse that evening, or I mean, it's like the thing with like Keith Richards when he talks about like when people are like, you know, how did you do so many drugs and you're alive and healthy? He always says like, look, I wasn't doing the drugs your friends do. I was <laughs> Keith Richards. I got the highest quality heroin and cocaine you could
0: possibly get. Right. I also, got something when, when that was I, think so weird, of health, I think of Keith Richards. That is a, yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, oh, a man yeah. that age who's done that many drugs. He's an incredible. Man. Yeah, actually, so it's been
3: quite a run for that guy. That, you know? that is because he's he's he- going for 100% completion,
0: Keith, Keith Richards, <laughs> yeah. you know, in his run.
3: Okay, yeah. we do have to move he, on. We have to move
0: on. This done, has been great. No. We've talked about this too much now. Uh, I appreciate the insight, though, because I really was just confused which just want to understand. Um, but now that we've covered our four point review process, it is time to rank this movie in the master list of quality where does magnolia fall on oh, the list dang. of the 40 best movies of 2022
3: uh why do you say tough? I, uh, I don't know well i just don't i i hadn't thought i i forgot about this part and <laughs> the
1: second you bring it up i'm like oh geez i yeah. don't know I somewhere feel, i feel okay well i think i need one to ten
0: okay yeah, one to two. ten in order actually we'll go ten to one Virgin Suicides is our current 10th, then Good, Bad, Ugly, Hero, Cuckoo's Nest, Iron Giant, Eternal Sunshine, Lion King, Mononoke, Edge of Tomorrow is number two, and The Third Man is number one. Where do we put Magnolia? Edge of Tomorrow? Is the, I forgot our list is. Just I love insane. this so much. That is our <laughs> list is so
3: crazy. We all really
0: liked Edge of Tomorrow,
3: Hunter. It's reasonable. <laughs> and we also good
0: movie. I didn't like it that go much. Go it. it
3: got it got in some sort of pocket where it didn't have to defend <laughs> itself anymore or something. Well, I don't do know what think, happened. So you're saying that. you
0: think Edge of Tomorrow is not as good as Magnolia? So you would put Magnolia? Yeah, you know second. what.
3: I'm I'm yeah just well but the thing is the whole thing is topsy-turvy for me it's so far from anything you know I think it's because there's four of us obviously but well, so one thing that um, we do, I'm gonna say
0: number on, two on this show we've always done averages but on your yeah. podcast you guys have to agree right
3: yeah yeah it's it's unanimous we can't like we if if we get stuck we just have to keep arguing until somebody well, gets I to hired. I know Anthony can't
0: let's, let's try that. Let's all have to agree on a position for <laughs> this movie, do, just one time. Okay. Let's see what happens. I'm curious. All right. Well, and then, so what
3: we be- do on OGA will be stuff like meta stuff. Like, I'm going to say, like, I think we should put it number two. Yeah, yeah, Because, sure. you No, know, screw Edge of Tomorrow. Like, I think, I think Edge of Tomorrow needs to be a little, we need to take a little bit of the gas out of that movie. I mean, otherwise people are going to think, that that's like well the we might ruin Edge of Tomorrow. Look, that's well, what I'm, I'm saying. If we do well,
2: a re-rank I mean, the, at the
1: end, I'm fine with that. But um, yeah, we could also do a re-rank.
2: The only thing. Wait, are you saying the only thing that could knock off uh, a Tom Cruise movie is a
0: better Tom Cruise movie? <laughs> I, I
2: like that argument. Okay. Yeah, I I can get behind that. Just to put just to
0: put our cards on the table, I'm not trying to you know move the Overton window like you are, Hunter. But I think two is a reasonable ranking. I would not argue. If you guys wanted to put this two, I would not fight with you. And I'm surprised by that, and I am a little worried that maybe this is insular because I've seen it so many times, and that the rest of the world's like, what are these dudes talking about? But I, I really do think this movie is incredible.
3: Alex, come Tell on. Me, what
0: are these Magnolia. dudes talking about because Edge of
3: Tomorrow is number two on the list. Like, <laughs> what are these dudes talking about is I mean, a pretty I mean, I think fair The Lion response. King is close
0: to a perfect movie, and I liked Princess Mononoke a lot, but, like, I feel like this is easily in the top five for me. And so, and two is not a uh, question. Oh, here's the
1: thing. Here's the thing. Wouldn't you all agree that Magnolia would be better if Tom Cruise had killed an alien in the middle
4: of it? <laughs>
0: That,
1: if uh, Tom
4: Cruise was no like, I don't want better. these frogs
0: falling, and started blasting them out of the sky as they oh, came down. Or right. Or
2: if if Tom Cruise had kick drop kicked that dog. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like he promised. No, he was I didn't this,
0: My one change, if I was changing something, would be that the dog lives at the end because it did didn't need to die. Poor guy. It's true.
2: But no, the, the thing yeah. is, the dog. It's a metaphor for him. It is what he leaves. His dad's body and the dog leave together. He is the dog. So he is there is no dog, from-
3: Alex. The so dogs he's man, are now, in dog is now your he's mind. A good
2: person. He's the dog now, man. <laughs> man. What? He's not a good person, but he's somebody who's willing to like change and real like his whole thing during the interview. Right? He is the one who is the most expressing what everyone else is trying to do, which is fuck the past. I don't think about it. If you worry about the past, you're a loser. It's, it's the stuff all these sort of like Andrew takes to the world talk about now. People were like, and at the end, he's willing to look inward, address what he is. He becomes the scared 14 year old boy. He actually is at the end. And now he can grow from there. Right. Like, I do think of all, right, all the characters, all right, he is right. the one you've convinced me. The dog the needed to go
3: the
0: next day. Yeah, we had we had to get rid of that dog. Yeah, Alex. I, mean, I now. You're right. You're it. right. You got me. All right, and and uh, I'm gonna argue for number one now. Whoa, you're yeah. arguing for number one over third man? Nah, not really. I can't. I think third man's still better. But <laughs> this is gotta. I, this is my number two. And, and so, Anthony, where do you come down on this?
2: Uh, yeah, I, I was gonna go higher on the list, um, but I, I I I like this movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. It probably wouldn't be this high on my personal list. But if if this is what you guys want to do, I'm 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 down. I think it's a good place, and I like having these two Tom Cruise movies back to back because I think, I think really that, if you're going to put it somewhere though.
0: If, where where would you have put it? Where would you? Have, how far down would it have fallen for you?
2: I mean, I would not have been
0: that far
2: because, like you said, we have that kind of good, really high quality animation chunk, and then you kind of get into like hero, good, bad, and the ugly. Um, one Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. And I think this movie kind of, like, sits well in that group of, like, very important epics hmm. that are, like, really, like, maybe not the type of movie, not the most, like, rewatchable. I think, like, Edge of Tomorrow or even, like, The Third Man are movies that you can, like, they're pretty breezy. They, they're they propulsive. They're fun. You can kind of put them on and just watch them and appreciate them. Um, but, yeah, they sort of, like, good, the bad, and the ugly hero this I mean, I guess here is pretty short, but like these movies that are like very long, very very rich, very dense with stuff. I think it's a good place to sort of put them there. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to do two, I think Magnolia would be awesome there. So I'm
1: I'm with what you. you think? I mean, that's my range basically. It's it, look, it's like between two and I think six, where it's like I think it's I, I wouldn't put it below Cuckoo's Nest, um, and I'm. I would, deal for a push, I guess I would put above Edge of Tomorrow, but I'd rather it be below it, uh, but so, I'm, I'm so, okay.
0: Okay, would you, well, I mean, would three make, it if every three would make everybody happy, it's closer to Anthony's, and you think it'd be better off. I bet, but Hunter was the one, you lost your mind about it being behind well, Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs>
3: it is, I, well, okay. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, but th- there's no fix, we're not, you know, we can't
3: fix that right now, you know right. what I mean, regardless of where Magnolia goes. It's either two or three. And I think either on the full list you know, now it's is pretty it, is ridiculous. It, yeah. Is it the better Tom Cruise movie, I guess? I mean, I think I think Magnolia is definitely the better Tom Cruise movie. All right. Um, I
0: feel like we're coming we've come close mm. enough to two that we just gotta give it to two. No I'm one's cool bad about it. two. And yeah, I think I,
3: I, I wanna make an argument for why it's the better Tom Cruise movie. It's because yeah. of the stuff that Anthony was saying before about how it used to be that no. It used to be that Tom Cruise was like uh you know an instrument to be used by directors in their films in an interesting and unique way and then tom cruise became his own industry yeah work together with yeah yeah i don't need to use i mean i was kind of having fun with describing it that way but uh just because it's tom cruise um but uh yeah i think then after this tom cruise became his own industry and while that there's definitely some boons to that it's you know, we, we kind of there's there's a road less traveled there that we didn't get to see. We yeah. did, we still got to see some stuff after this though, because he worked with Michael Mann on that. What was that movie? Collateral. With... Oh,
1: Heat. Yeah.
3: No, no not Collateral. Heat. <laughs> he's Sorry. not in Heat. Uh, he he could be. It'd be cool if he was in Heat.
2: Yeah, I'm going to edit good. him into meant, Heat. Yeah, I meant the other one. But Collateral, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Collateral. And a few interesting and like look again. I loved. I, I'm a big fan of Tom Cruise. He's not a yeah. great actor, but he's probably our best movie star, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He is, like, one of the best performers of his generation. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, like, and I okay. do think, like, the the language as uh, Hunter was using of, like, when he talked about working with Stanley Kubrick on Eyes Wide Shut, it was, I am an instrument. I am a tool. Yeah. I will be whatever you want me to be. And I yeah. think that was, like, a, a good experience for him. But it also was something he was like, I don't ever want to do that again. I want right. to be in complete control of my images and my movies. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um just like the, the Iron, Iron Giant, Giant he doesn't White White Ch- want to be a tool anymore. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not White 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 White.
2: Chut started filming years before this and came out the same year as this because that was like the longest production in the history of movies up until that point. And I think it still might be is the longest. Film shoot of all time. is I wait, what about Chart. Boyhood? Um. Well, I mean, this is <laughs> con- this is concurrent. Okay. Like, fair Eyes Wide yeah. Shut yeah. was like two years a constant
1: filming oh for
2: that movie. It's, yeah. It was insane the that's amount of work wild. that went into that film.
4: Oh, well, it was nice. Yeah, to have a it was. Job. Well,
3: I think yeah. the question here is which Tom Cruise do we like better, and I think I like I think I like this Tom Cruise better than the one. I like yeah. them both oh, yeah. though. Yeah. I don't dislike one. All
2: right. Yeah. this like, yeah. and eyes wide shut are his two best performances. We're right? calling yeah. Magnolia yeah. the By second greatest
0: motive. movie of all time. Um, now we have to move into our game business. So I told you the thing that we agreed on, or that Anthony said last week, but you guys have all decided you the don't the like table. that. No, I pull- you no. Cones, I the
2: <laughs> both your codes. <laughs> last week alex yeah, you I don't uh, you have specifically a said we went
0: back week. to the point i only played my card in response to your card and you said you didn't play that card
1: okay so so first there was a, um there was a alex is like you're said so i had the suspended power card and I'm like yes we've gone back and hunter said um we've we've let's say how about this let's say the house rule uh you played it the right way uh which is what uh which would have been to play uh first a card saying no uh I'm suspending the rule that other people can play power cards. And then you play the switch card. Um, right. And you say, so smart. I wish I'd done that way. Um, but I didn't agree then, that we'd so, done it that way. And what you sure. had said was, and, and so then the first part of that, that description was, I get my card back. Yes. Right? No, 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 no. And then, and then you say, and then you say, so I have no power cards left. But Anthony still has his two fuck you cards. Yes.
3: Yes.
2: That, that is, is what is... we agreed on. Yeah.
1: I don't, that does not I mean, literally, sound like what we
3: agreed on. I mean, Alex, we all like all three of us were immediately remembered this this way. And Alex,
2: I wasn't going to fight you on this. I was, I'm I'm sick. I didn't want to do this again. I was not going to play any power codes, but now I feel like you're forcing me. I feel like (laughs) you, I was not going to do anything. (laughs) I was going to apologize for last week. And then I was going to say, yeah, let's just do what the plan was. I'm totally cool watching the prestige. And then you. You
0: pull this bullshit for no reason. <laughs> I'm just not for no bullshit. reason. This is the thing you told me. You told me this. This was what you, you guys no, said it was I'll happening. Be. You don't get both your no,
2: cards no. if I only play the card later. I think you secretly want to watch Avatar. That's the only no, no, thing yeah, no, I, I think of. No, no,
0: but that does get us to an interesting point, which is uh, Jeff on YouTube pointed out. I don't have this queued up, so I can't play it. But back in the Battleship Potemkin era, We all agreed that at the end of the game, we would watch all the remaining unmatched picks.
3: Oh, sure. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know that we're still going to do that. Who wants to do that? I don't don't want to see Cinderella.
4: (laughs) Ezra's going to watch Cinderella sometime,
3: which I think is great. Yo, yo, hold up. Hold up. So am I in the tie or am I the one not in the tie? I'm the the one not in the tie. You are in the tie. I'm yeah. in, the tie. Not in the tie. And we, we had a rule. We had a rule that was, if you pick a holiday movie, you get a point. Yes. Did we not have that rule? We didn't. We did yes. have that rule. Okay. Is Eyes Wide Shut holiday a holiday movie? Because Absolutely. If it,
2: okay. Eyes Wide Shut is if absolutely Eyes Wide a Shut
3: movie. is a holiday movie, then I select Eyes Wide Shut and I will win this game by one
0: point. So just to be clear, the way this like. game is going to end is that everyone will have betrayed me and i still look like the bad guy just no. to be clear
3: yes. no you, yes,
2: you absolutely a <laughs> playing a different you you you're
3: the one who made this all weird it wasn't our deal was that i was going to win anyways like that's mm. that's what our deal Wait, was our deal
1: so. was that i was going to win you guys were going to give me the points well i pretty gonna, much have said, told so everyone agreed, and then you said
0: you were going to abandon that plan and then make ezra the winner
1: well yeah i i pretty much i told
3: everyone here that i was going to make them the winner um but that was you know that was just me playing the game I um now i'm
0: not watching avatar so i think that's a f- very reasonable play okay so at the compromise here is i win
3: by one point
4: mm-hmm.
3: i take by going to eyes wide shut through the cruise missile we end on a tom cruise christmas film eyes wide shut which at I actually have never seen the end of this movie. It's so very I've never seen movie. to watch.
0: I've never seen any of it. It's in the. It's... I mean, it would put. It does seem fair to get Cruz in here a third time since he's already two of the top three movies. Um, yeah, I, I do want to entertain this though. It will be my point
3: to do as I choose. I might take it myself, I or that. I could cause Anthony or Alex to win
1: instead. Or you could give it to me, and you just keep the three-way tie, <laughs> and we just keep. Yeah, or well, would it make it a four-way tie? A, a uh yeah well no i think i have 18 so i think be you'd be
0: in a more respectable fourth place <laughs> yes
3: we'll see what i decide to do with this final point i'm not saying i'm for sure gonna keep it myself um but yeah i think that's i think that is the compromise at this point is eyes wide shut
0: all right yeah i'm fine with that we're I'm watching eyes that. wide shut for the final movie of season five oh, yeah. um i would suggest that perhaps we do one more episode after the holidays for season five, a season five wrap. And then as our last order of business, we would try to construct a different list of quality and see if we get somewhere else like with that. agreement.
3: Rerank the list. I'll do my, Ooh, I'm going to do my own version of the list. Mm.
0: Like uh, that, and then that'll, that'll make me happy. I mean, maybe we could actually. just all There's bring our own different. versions of the list and see what we could do with those. Yeah. That might yeah, be yeah, it's helpful. I'm into that. Yeah. I think that we should just cool. do a season cool. wrap. And then we have um we do have some exciting uh news about the following what's gonna happen after season five, and we will talk about that in the coming weeks. But for now, we're traveling through Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, uh, to Eyes Wide Shut from nineteen ninety nine. So, another big little year fun of movies fact, for us.
2: Um I've been woking a lot of late nights, so my wife has been watching a lot of movies she hasn't seen. Um and over the last three weeks she has watched magnolia and eyes wide shut so she's watching both these movies for a second time within <laughs> about a week and a half two weeks that's
0: very dedicated it's so gonna her. be very fun for her yeah all right well we're gonna do that next week thank you so much everybody for joining us we'll be back in next week with eyes wide shut and the final two episodes one final full episode of season five if you have any feedback on this episode, send us an email podcast at read And most episodes are on YouTube, youtube.com slash Alex Falcone. Although this one will not be as you have already noticed because of some video problems we had in my hotel room, but uh, we'll be back. I'll be back in, in LA for the last episode. Talk to you. Talk to you then. Thanks for being here, Hunter. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Thanks for being here. Ezra. Yeah. And Anthony Lopez. I just want to say, um,
2: just for the record, I I was I've genuinely felt bad about how last week ended, uh, but none of this was on me today. This is entirely on Alex <laughs> deciding to start all of this. But we got to a movie I really have been wanting to rewatch, so
0: I am very happy. To be um, clear, what everybody so at home knows well. very well is that uh, this was not on me. So we're all in agreement on that. This was absolutely this was on you. I, uh, please, please write I, in please write reason, in even your opinion the there. Hearing me not agree was not enough for you to think that I did not agree to the thing that you suggested. I understand why you were confused, but I definitely said that would have been smart. I wish I'd done that and not that's the deal. And yeah. I said, well. I've stuck got my card and you said yes. And so just to be clear, everyone sure. heard that.
3: That was not. You on distracted the me all, with nuts no was and right. fruit.
0: Is what happened. Everybody agrees. And Everybody I agrees.
3: Guess just somehow the,
0: the three of us were all on the same page, and that was. Yeah, just, You were I don't know, because because we you were on the, the same page. That. Getting up on me before that, where you were all like, "Hey, I know you played this card, but we all just don't want that to happen."
3: Well, luckily we found a way out that doesn't. You know, everything is preserved.
0: You know. Just to be clear, I'm hosting the show. You don't get the last word. I'm going to say the last thing. It's going to be me. And if you say, Anthony, if you're like, hey, I got the last word right before you turn it off, I'll record a bonus on my own. I don't give a shit. I'm (laughs) going to fit this in this MP3. People are going to know that I am aggrieved, that I am the player who has been the most wronged, that all of this happened because two of my friends lied to my face. That's what happened.
2: I don't know. This is like the opposite of Magnolia. Like, you're not letting the past be the past and learning anything from <laughs> it. And you're, like, making things worse for the present. So, I mean, you you need to get some rained on by frogs. You need to learn some
0: lessons, Alex. I would take some fire rain if it was available. I would also take locusts because they sound like cute little caterpillars. All right. We'll talk to everyone next week. Bye. Bye. Last word.